Hey, hey, greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to World of Hard 20 Podcast. It is I, your trusted Dungeon Master Brian, welcoming you once again to the 13th month of the year 2020. Not just kidding. It is the year 2021, and I hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving, a wonderful Christmas, and a very safe New Year. You know, I know that the year 2021 is going to be a much better year than the one we just passed through. I mean, let's be let's be real. We really didn't set the bar that high, did we? All that being said, I want to thank each and every one of you listeners out there who are enjoying the show. And if you are enjoying the show, then please subscribe to us if you haven't already done so on whatever podcast app you listen to the show on. I know I sound like a broken record, and I guess with vinyls making a, a return in Target and Walmart and all those other stores, I guess that is a, a relative saying that I can say once again. Uh, but it really does matter. So I know the analytics on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and all those other platforms, Stitcher, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, they all look at how people rate the shows. And I don't want to dwell on this, but please head on over there and make sure you leave that. And if you feel inclined to give the show a help out, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash rollthehard20podcast and for as little as a dollar, you too can help out the show. None of it goes unappreciative. Like I'd mentioned before, uh, we had used some of that Patreon money to help replace some broken equipment that we had that I think just time over time just kind of goes by the wayside. Anyways, I just want to get all that little bit of business out of the way before I continue with the awesomeness that is you guys. And I hope that as the year 2020 was rolling through and I know we had a lot of hiccups and we're still going through them right now with the attendance in the rage room and we can't get people around the table of judgment so we still use the virtual eye of destiny to run this show I hope that everybody is still enjoying it I know that we want to put it out there for everybody out there to listen to and hopefully help pass the time while we're going through all these hard times you know I know that I like to listen to things that are funny when I'm having a tough time, whether it's at work or at home. And for those of you that are working from home and you got the kids in the house and the kids are banging on your door, the kids are screaming, yelling, they're saying, my phone this, my phone that. You know what? You open that door, you say, hey kids, give me that phone. You take that phone and you subscribe to the show on their phone. Trust me, they'll appreciate it later when they get older in life or maybe later that night. Although it's not safe for work, it's probably not safe for kids either. Never mind. All that being said, I love you each and all, and please know that you are all, all you heart slingers are in all of our hearts. So, without any further delay, warm up your dice and top off your glass as World of Heart 20 Podcast presents Episode 5 of The Dragon's Demand. A shocking situation. <laughs> I had to look down at the title. Enjoy. Both. Just the beard? I can't tell. That's what I was asking him. Hey, little boy, who's using that? Uh, <laughs> you know you're using his computer? I thought you were talking to Junior because Junior was talking. I was like, is Kushner using his computer? I was like, what, what's going on? No, I was talking to you. <laughs> it's been so background. long since I've seen you. It's actually it's been a long time since we've seen each other. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, we were ready. Ready. Oh, All right. Ready. 
Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to Roll the Hard 20 podcast. It is I, your trusted Dungeon Master Brian, welcoming you once again to another episode of the Dragon's Demand. And with me, the Hard Slingers, ringing in the new year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dogs. 2021. Or what is it we said? It was, we're still rolling in 2020. It's September, (laughs) October, November, December. Remember, Remember. (laughs) it's going to keep it going. (laughs) So does everybody remember where we left off last time? Yeah, I think we were, we were, had just kind of opened that, that all the air quote door in the, uh, the uh, cell. Yeah. You guys came across that, that gaunt looking old dilapidated man who kept saying, uh, the Baron Savo wills it. Baron Savo wills it. And apparently he was hiding something behind him at the back of the cell. You guys, Stabby, you kept encouraging him to step out of the cell with his hands up, <laughs> lay prone on the floor when really you were the only one that wound up with your hands out and laying prone on the floor. After Interlace his, the fingers. <laughs> after his immediate demise, you discovered that he was uh, picking at the covering of a secret passage at the back of his cell it was uh i think it was circuit that opened it up and saw that there was a large uh looked like a tunnel type hallway extended out for about 40 feet and then looked like it it got a little wider and those of you with dark vision noticed that there were all these mechanized gears with a large lever in the upright position and there was electricity or some kind of a electrical current occasionally going through it and uh, I, th- I believe that the marching order was Sirkin, Griswold, Stubby, and Flit Hard Taint. So you guys Artist. were making your way down that way, and that is where exactly where we will pick up. Okay. And, uh, <clears throat> how far away is that, that electrical? stuff happening in front of us well from the the entrance into this tunnel looking thing um now i sent you guys a picture via discord did you notice that yeah. you guys get that picture yep yeah okay if you look at where a6 is at the bottom of it and you see that s that's that's a secret door that he was picking at you see that there's a tunnel that leads all the way north for about 40 feet but this tunnel is tight. It's like three feet wide. <laughs> so it definitely has a marching order at that point. Right? Yeah, yeah. There's not and you won't be able to uh, <clears throat> to pass one another either. Actually, Stubby is probably the only one who could. Yep. So if you need a sponge in front of you, Sirkin, <laughs> you could just have Gribwall pass him forward. Awesome. <laughs> Well, yeah, you can't even see right now, right? Is it it's, dark it's, here? It's, it's pretty be... dark, except for the uh, intermittent illumination from whatever seems to be going on at the far end of that. But you have uh, dark vision. Everybody except for Stubby has dark vision. Yeah. Okay, um, I'm just going to start walking towards uh, that direction. Is that north? That is north, yeah. Yeah. As you continue moving further north you notice that the uh that the that 
the the room at the end of this narrow corridor it's it's strangely built it's it's probably about as you, as you get closer to it you could see that it does widen out to probably i don't know it's it's wider than the tunnel you're going through maybe 5 feet 10 feet wide from the middle of the corridor you're in right now you really can't tell and it looks like it extends probably 15 feet and it's against that further furthest north wall where all these gears and stuff are and then occasionally you see the sparks kind of go around these gears and then flutter off to, towards a wall that you can't see and then a few moments later it, you see it dart back in into the gears and, and take off to the towards the ceiling and then a few moments later darts back down and goes down to the ground it's it doesn't really have a pattern of what it's doing Okay. Um, can I just continue forward towards those gears and try to? Yeah, it, it takes you a few moments to get down that way. Is everybody still following close behind him, or are you just yeah, gonna I'm let him? him? Yeah. As you get closer to it, you notice that uh, this rolling cloud of energy. You see that the room is actually uh, ten feet wide and fifteen feet deeper, and maybe another 10 feet high and occasionally you see this rolling cloud just come out of the cement or the, the rough hewn walls and go into the machine and they come back out and you just see these large cogged gears some of them are like five degree you know, five inches in diameter some are like 20 inches in diameter some are maybe a half inch thick other ones are, are probably like six inches thick and there's a large lever and it's probably about 18 inches long that's in the upright position that's looks like it's it's at the top of all these gears and i'd like for you to make a perception check while you're there okay all of us yeah if you guys all have managed to come through into this uh this room you guys could all kind of pop through the the tunnel and kind of like line yourself up to look at all all the stuff that's going on yeah i got a nine a nine yeah, you just you notice that the rolling cloud intermittently comes in and out, moving through the gears, but the gears aren't moving at all. They're they're stationary. All right, Griswold, were you doing uh, the same thing? Were you making a check? Who yeah, I made a check. I only got a fourteen. Okay, Flint. Flint got a seventeen. Seventeen. Stubby. Sixteen. Flint, you and Stubby, as you guys are looking and watching this this electrical like little thunderous cloud moving in and about and stuff. You see it go up towards the ceiling. And as you look up at the ceiling, you notice that in the ceiling is like a, uh, a half moon uh, conduit, almost like a, like a channel that's sealed. Uh, it's very reminiscent of what you saw in the other hallway a while back. Remember, it looked like there was something that was in the ceiling that went from the east to the west. This has got from the, the this prisoner looks, cell, right? This looks identical to it, yeah. And inside of it, you see a chain that that comes down out of it and goes into the back of all these lever or all these these gears and whatnot. And so that was a that's a channel for this for a chain. So you've got the gears and the lever. And then the channel. Yeah, you got the gears and lever, and then the back of this With a chain. concoction is a chain that goes up and then goes into that channel <laughs> above. 
and then goes to the west. Okay, so they're interconnected. All of that stuff is interconnected. Yeah. Okay. Uh, at the end of the tunnel, can I make a quick reception and see if there's any other doors that can lead out of here? Just, okay. Yeah, make an investigation. In general. Uh, It's going to be a straight roll. Oh, and I did it. 19. 19. As you're looking at the, from your position, you're looking at the gears and you're looking at everything else, the chain, the lever. It doesn't look like there's anything beyond the backside of that. It buttresses right against the northern wall and you don't seem to see anything else further north of that. I'll just uh, mention that you guys there's uh, whatever was meant to be in this room is only in this room I don't see any other exit Griswold what would you like to do Uh, I'm uh, I'm just going to stay behind certain whatever happens in this room I want it to happen to him first (laughs) (laughs) Stubby um Seeing as everybody's a little lever shy, I think um, like I want to go uh, yank on that lever. Okay. As soon as you go up to grab the lever, you see this electrical cloud dart out of the wall and immediately go to attack you. <laughs> of course. Of course. Excellent. Nine. You missed. Miss. As you see this electrical current blast at you twice. And let's roll initiative. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. Griswold. Uh, 14 again. Sirkin. 10. Stabi. Nine. Flint. Two. <laughs> so Griswold, you see this thing immediately attacks Stubby. What would you like to do? Uh, I will produce flame and retaliate. So let's see what I roll. That is not great. It's a 10, so I assume that misses. 10 will miss. All right, that's my turn. I only get one attack. Circuit, from where you stood, you watched Stubby go up, attempt to grab this lever, and immediately get attacked. What would you like to do? Um, <clears throat> I don't know, good question. Cause I don't know if my short swords can actually like damage whatever's in front of us. Like, I don't know if it's actually like, a physical being. Okay. But... Fuck it, I'm gonna try it. So, I'm gonna pull out both my short swords. <laughs> Don't tase me, bro. Don't tase me, bro. Uh, 15. 15 will hit. Okay. For seven points of damage. My other one will miss. Okay. Stubby, you just saw this thing coalesce. An attempt to attack you 
missing futilely, I might add. What would you like to do? Uh, I'm committed, so I'm going to attack it. Very good. Attack it with my rapier. Sweet, 20. 20 will hit. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And I do uh, eight points of stabbing damage. All right. Piercing. Piercing, sorry. Well, I'm stabbing, but... (laughs) (laughs) Prison shank over here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, prison shank, it didn't like that, so it attempts to attack you again. 19. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that's going to hit. Yeah, for... uh, Actually, it wasn't too bad. For six points of lightning damage. So I I crumble to the ground <laughs> in a smoldering heap of electrical charged halfling rogue immediately crumples to the ground at your feet. Flint, you watch him demise right in front of you. What would you like to do? Uh I would like to retaliate, and I am going to have you make a deck save for me. All right. Way to go, Flint. Hard T. 13. 13 is the DC. And that passes. I get any damage for half? Half damage? Uh, I don't know. Hold on. Let me see. I think there might be something. I don't think so. Okay. Griswold, as you stood back from your voyeur position, you saw exactly what this thing does. Mm-hmm. What would you like to do? There's still the hallway behind you. No, no, no. Uh, I'm just going to keep using shields. Uh, and <laughs> I'm going to use produce flame again. Okay. Uh, attack it. Dex save, right? Uh, no, it's just uh, it's an attack roll for me. Oh. Uh, that is 17 to hit. That's going to hit. All right, sweet. Six points of uh, fire damage. Oh, you see it illuminate. Sirkin. Yes. You're seeing as Griswold attacks it. Flint trying to do his pseudoscience attacks. What would you like to do? You might have to step over Stubby to get to it, but. Yeah, I'm gonna step over Stubby. Try to use my short swords again. All right. Uh, it's a nat one. Oh, make a deck save. Uh, 12. 12. That weapon flies from your hand towards the northwest all the way into the corner. Back there behind the machine. Next attack. Uh, All right. Try attacking it again. That is 13. 13 misses. Stabi, why don't we go ahead and make a dex, uh, sorry, a life save. I can't hear you. You're on 17. Mute, 
17. Okay. All right. So that's one pass. I saved that one. <clears throat> it looks at you, Sirkin, as the next individual who has attacked, but as it starts to coalesce, you see it begin to rumble. Boom! And you just see this huge, thunderous lightning cloud just envelop the whole room, and I need for the three of you to make a con save. Oh. At least somebody come down and lie with me. I'm lonely. <laughs> you, you might get it, buddy. <laughs> Flip, what do you got? Oh, A20. Oh, Sirkin. 21. 21? Yep. Oh. Griswold. Nat 20. Nat 20. Oh, Nat 20. Nice. Okay, so Sirkin. Flint and Griswold, you each take two points of electrical damage, and you see as this thing starts to rock through you, you feel your joints begin to almost lock up like a like a lockjaw, and then pass through you. Flint, what would you like to do? Um, I would like to run over to Stubby and. Yeah, yeah. Finish them off. Finish them off. <laughs> Break out your second character, bitch. <laughs> I'm actually going to uh, lay a hand on him and cast Spare the Dying, so he will be stabilized at least, so he doesn't have to make any more death saving rolls. You feel your Midgard serpent engorge with fluid as Flint lays his healing hand upon thee. Uh. <laughs> Griswold. I didn't touch there. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I'm very glad I'm out of spell slots after that. Um, well, I mean, this thing's still up, right? So I'm going to attack it. Okay. Uh, 16 to hit. That will hit. All right. All right, not great. Three points of fire damage. Damage is damage. Sirkin, <laughs> you're down to one weapon unless you wish to go and get your other sword. Um, I'd like to try to attack it first. Okay. That is 18. 18 will hit. Okay. For five points of damage. You cleave through it, you feel it, some of its congelling body, whatever comprises of this, slow your weapon down as you go through it, almost feeling as though you're finding purchase as you're ran, running your, your blade through it. What else would you like to do? You want to stand um, there or you want to move on? Is the weapon like lodged in or can I get it out? No, if it flew, but it's 15 feet away. No, no, the, the one I just attacked with. Is it like oh, no, no, it, it, it passed through. It just, it went slower through it. Like, it wasn't as though you were cutting through air. It was as though you were cutting through some kind of a viscous cloud. Okay. Uh, in that case, I'll just go over towards my other weapon and try to retrieve it. Okay, you're going to pass through its, its threatened square if you do that, though. You will leave its threatened square. Just let you know, you'll take an attack of opportunity if it does, if you do that. Okay. You good with that? 
Yeah. Feeling strong. Oh, you feeling tough? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna roll this out in the open. Oh fuck you! Went from a 19 to a <laughs> one. <laughs> oh, does that mean you slam into the wall? <laughs> it shocks itself in the dick. Still be. <laughs> your eyes flutter open. You see Flint buttoning up your clothes once again, inside out. You're wearing his jacket now. Where's my coin purse? Why is my back wet? (laughs) Shh. Don't ask questions. (laughs) What would you like to do? Um, I'm going to move away from this thing uh, back towards the hallway. Okay. I literally have no hit points. Okay, so you start (laughs) crawling away. Yep. Griswold. You have done so much damage to it, so it will attack you. Oh, no, this is is bad. (laughs) Well, the highest was 10, so I don't think that's going to work. Nope. I can't hit shit. Flint Hardline, what are we going to do, babe? Roll me another uh, deck save. Uh, Seven. Seven, that is going to be a fail. You are going to take, come on, baby, that is five points of radiant damage as I cast Sacred Flame. You see it light up and start to uh, dissipate and then recongeal again. Griswold. All right. Take it one more time. Hopefully we won't. Have to go through this more. Uh, 15 to hit. It keeps going lower. That hits. <laughs> okay. Uh, four points of damage, though. And that's the same thing? Uh, yeah. Fire okay. damage. Yeah, sorry. It was uh, uh, produced blade. Okay. Yeah, let me know what kind of damage you're doing, if it's anything different than what you've been doing. Sirkin, you make it to your weapon. <laughs> Tell me what you do. So yeah, I pick it up and then just run straight back towards that weird cloud. Okay. And I'll just try to attack it once. That is going to miss. Six. Yes, that will miss. Stubby. From your cowering corner within the deep, dark tunnel, <laughs> what would you like to do? Uh, I'm going to chill. I... <laughs> I'm gonna just sit back, Still rocking back and forth, holding <laughs> his holding his knees. Exactly. <laughs> it will get better. It will get better. No, I'm I'm hanging back. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six. Griswold, it comes at you again, having done so much damage to it. Nineteen on the first roll, and the other one will miss. Can we use the same die or you want me to roll a different one? Up to you. <laughs> if you can read it, go for it. I can read it. It was a <laughs> one anyway, so you take seven points of damage. All right. Flint. I'm sorry, Flint. I was waiting for you to do it. <laughs> I know. I was going to say, uh, can I make a perception check on to see, does this thing because you're saying it's like a gas form does it look like it's even being affected by the damage we're doing 
Uh, uh, make an insight check. Insight check. All right. Ooh, I'm actually good at that. There's a 12. 12? You really can't tell. You can okay. tell that the times that you have struck it, it seemed to recoil slightly. And the times that Sirkin has has struck it with his blades, it looked as though like like when you would carve a marshmallow where it would kind of uh, kind of fold down and the blade would pass through and then it would reform itself again. So it, it's kind of hard to tell. I mean, it's not slowing down, but you're not really certain. All right. Uh, is shitty. As I'm trying to Love shield Stebby from <clears throat> from any further damage or danger, uh, it's a roll flea. me a deck save. Eleven. Eleven. That is going to be a fail. So you are going to take ah three points of radiant damage. <laughs> Griswold. This thing's got a hard on for you, Griswold. Oh my god. Once it lights you up right through the pee hole, what are you gonna do? That's painful. <laughs> <laughs> From experience. <laughs> How close is it again? What's that? How close is it? It's within the uh five to seven foot range. But it oh, th- that range doesn't seem to affect its attack for some reason. It looks okay. as though it's got it can extend its reach to who's ever in this room. Okay, uh, I am going to use Thorn Whip instead. Um, and that's a spell, correct? Yeah, it's a cantrip. So that is a twenty-one to hit. Okay. And five points of piercing damage instead this time. And with this thorn whip, as you create it out of the elements and crack it upon it, you see the barbs of this whip actually sink into it. It begins to pulse, and you see it explode in all these, in a multitude of sparks and light as it begins to dissipate and just kind of rain down like uh, like the fireworks at Disneyland, if anybody remembers <laughs> that from way back in uh, 2019. <laughs> The room gets oddly quiet. The electrical charge in the air dissipates completely. And all you could hear is the whimpering of Stabi from the tunnel behind you. <laughs> what would you gentlemen like to do? Well, thank God I was about to run over and flip the switch again. <laughs> on Stabi? <laughs> no, not on Stabi. <laughs> it hasn't been flipped. He just tried to grab it. Oh, he so just the, tried to yeah, grab it. Yeah, he just tried to grab it. Yeah, he yeah. just tried to grab it. He didn't flip it. Flip it for real. I can flip it now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just it reminds me of that king from uh, Dragon Slayer after that dude does all the slaying and everything. The king just kind of comes up and sticks a sword in it. <laughs> he had one. It's dead. It's dead. <clears throat> what would you like to do, Chris Wolf? Yeah, I'll, I'll flip it. Okay. You pull down this lever and you see the gears begin to rotate. And you can hear the chain begin to spool up as though it's taking the chain in. And it goes on for probably about 
10, 12 seconds, and then it stops. Do we see anything happening in this room, or is no. it happening somewhere else? It's possible that wherever that chain led to, that was what this controlled. But from where you are right now, you have no idea. Can we follow that chain, or is it sort of like... Go it goes up and into the ceiling, like into a uh, like a conduit in the ceiling. Mm-hmm. But you can't see it where, where it leaves from this room. Okay. Just from your recollection, you know that it at one point uh, you saw that a tunnel or like a conduit above you when you had first entered uh, A5. It was in the beginning room on the, uh, was it the eastern uh, prison cell? Whether they had the two uh, matching prison cells on opposite yeah, sides? Of the yeah, that's the not that's, your, that's in the western side, actually. Um, on the western side? Oh, yeah. Okay, so I had it backwards. Yeah, in fact, you can see on that picture, I believe, you can see that dotted line. Because oh, yeah. remember, that, we, we, we tried to investigate it flint when we first came in yeah yeah and that's you could surmise that that was the the conduit in the ceiling is that dotted line mm-hmm. but i wanted to get i wanted to send you guys that picture because it makes it makes it easier for you guys to understand where you guys are at right now you guys are at a7 and you haven't gone further to the east outside of that a6 door Sorry for the listeners. Uh, I will post this picture on the <laughs> website at rollthehard20podcast.com and also on our Facebook and Instagram and Twitter pages. So. Hey, Junior. What's up, buddy? Hey, I think we have a Patreon page, don't we? At patreon.com slash rollthehard20podcast. We do. Yeah. Practically I think, giving it away. Yeah. But- if you sign on, I'll color it in for you. Ooh, listen to that. He's going to color it in for you for real. For real. I'm going to flip it. Flip it for real. <laughs> so what would you guys like to do? Let's get the fuck out of this room. Yeah, I don't know how everyone feels, but other than Stubby that, you know, died on us earlier. I'm Which time? pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> the most recent the freshest one <laughs> the precious one take your porcelain halfling and uh so you guys want to make it back through the tunnel tell me exactly what you guys want to do yeah i, I do i want to go back through the tunnel um i can Josh. lead the way um on the way back i guess i'm just gonna hold on to i'm gonna hold on to somebody because i can't see in here I'll give uh, Stubby a helping hand. Again. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mighty Sorry. hand, apparently. <laughs> Your pimp hand is strong. <laughs> so you guys make it out of this tunnel, and you're back in the uh, the cell where the old uh, prisoner slash uh, wraith-looking creature resided. You know, there's the exit door in front of you. And if you 
If you leave the exit door and go to the right, which is to the west, that's back the way you came, or you could go to the east, which is to the left, which is a, an area you have yet to explore. What would you like to do? I don't know about you guys, but I could use a little bit of a rest. Uh, I mean, I'm doing okay, but if Stebby needs a rest, maybe take like a short rest or something. Flint needs a rest, so I mean, he might need some Pedialyte. Pedialyte, this guy, <laughs> this fucking guy, <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> so tell me what you, if you guys want to do your rest or what you want to do. You guys want to? I look at the group and I say, "Hey, could, can we do a short rest, or um, you know, we can continue along until it's safe to do a long rest?" But I'm, I'm not feeling so good, boys. <laughs> I'm in agreement. Uh, Flynn also feels like he needs a little break. I'm running a fever. <laughs> I'm feeling it. <laughs> yeah, we can do a short rest. Yep. So, where would you like to do your short rest? I'd like to uh, do it outside in that tunnel i mean in that one cell or i mean I we know everything know behind us <laughs> i don't remember did we did we have to unlock this door to get into the cell i don't think it was locked was it yeah it, yeah uh, I, think I think it was locked okay you popped the lock i don't like the idea of resting in a prison cell um Mostly because, like, what if someone locks us back in here? I know that's exactly what I was thinking. (laughs) It doesn't seem seem like a good idea. I mean, we could always do it in the hallway then. Yeah, we can do it it in the hallway. It'll be fine. (laughs) Famous last words. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to do it in the hallway. Back when I was in college. (laughs) Yeah, let's, let's move out into the hall then. Okay, so you enter into the hallway. It's quiet. You can see that the two doors you passed to the west to get you to the door you're at now. And then you see to the east two more doors. And then at the end of the that 40 feet, you see it goes, it looks like it curves to the, to the north. So you guys break your little camp here. You guys want to set a watch or are you guys going to do a short rest? What do you guys want to do? Just a short rest, I think, right? Yeah, I just get some health back here. Okay. You guys go through your short rest. It goes by unmolested. And as you guys tap into this this inner energy of yours, you feel reinvigorated as second level falls upon each of you. Oh, yeah. Now, as as a minor little segue I want to have each of you tell me what you guys took for your second level if there was anything you guys could take or unless you guys don't want to tell me anything at all so I want to start with Sirkin Sirkin what did second level bring you what did Santa bring you for second level second level um, obviously my my hit points increased a little bit Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) I'm able to have two spells now the first one I chose was cure wounds oh Stubby will appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> now, now it literally everyone else <laughs> got a direct back. link to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, the second one I picked was Hunter's Mark. 
Oh, beautiful. Awesome. What does Hunter's Mark do? Give a description. Tell the listeners what Hunter's Mark does. I'm sure everybody knows, but... Okay. Hunter's Mark. You choose a creature you can see within the range and mystically mark it as a quarry. <laughs> Until the spell ends, you deal an extra 1d6 damage to the target whenever you hit it with a, we- with a weapon attack, and you have an advantage on any wisdom or, or perception or survival check. Uh, you make to find it. If the target drops to zero hit points before the spell ends, you can use a bonus action as a subsequent turn of yours to mark a new creature. Awesome. Outstanding. Griswold. One hour. Oh, one hour. Cool. Griswold, what did you take for second level, or do you want to keep that in the dark? Um, I can say. Uh, so, second level, I got, uh, I got another spell slot, but more importantly, um, druids get their subclass. So I picked uh, the classic Circle of the Moon. Oh, everybody's favorite. Everyone loves Circle of the Moon. Oh, yeah. I don't even know why they came up with the other ones. <laughs> Flint. Flint got an additional spell slot, and he got the ability to do Channel Divinity and a Divinity uh, Dominance feat, which I'm not going to tell you yet. Oh, I'm sure we'll see that when you're healing Stabi. Stabi, what did you get? Did you get the armadillo skin? <laughs> like Cirque, like, I feel a little uh, more muscular at second level. Um, I get a cun- <clears throat> excuse me, cunning what? <laughs> We're going to have to edit that. <laughs> I get uh, cunning, cunning action. It, it gives me um, an additional bonus action. Uh, of every turn in combat where I can <laughs> Did You're I miss still them? laughing Junior, holy shit <laughs> <laughs> What did I miss? You said you were going to say cunning and you said cunt and then <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> like, What? <laughs> uh, hey, it's a family show I live for the small moments <laughs> So, yeah, cunning action. I get an extra uh, bonus action uh, uh, each turn in combat. Okay. So you uh, dash, disengage, or hide. Very good. That's going to come in handy for you, by the way. Fuck yeah, it is. Okay, so you guys, your eyes flutter open. You guys feel reinvigorated, ready to, to find out what the fuck caused the Witch Tower to collapse. Remember, that's why we're here. We're here because the Baroness... Uh, or a Jenna Bevy asked you guys, hey, go under the witch tower, find out what caused this thing to collapse. Where would you like to go now? What would you like to do now? Who, who's in who's in front marching order? Nobody. You guys well, are all, we're all in the hallway. Yeah, we're in the hallway. Okay, all just so. in the hallway? Okay. So I'm not going to take the lead anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I've spoken like a level two. <laughs> a squishy level two. Uh... I'm just going to go back to the party and, and just kind of, do you guys remember the prison cells that we first walked into? There was a uh, conduit that was leading out of the Eastern wall. Um, I don't know if that had a reaction after we pulled the lever, but do you guys want to see where that might've led or do you guys want to continue on through the other doors that are ahead of us? Yeah, I'm okay with going back and trying to investigate it. Yeah, I think I think we passed some other, or I think we missed some other cells too 
when we heard that haunt uh, yelling, I think we abandoned our search of cell by cell. Um, I'm, I'm good to go back the same way and, and kind of investigate the conduit and the cells that we missed. Or yeah, passed up, I should say. Two other cells directly behind you to the west from the way you guys came. I think you had investigated two of the cells, two of the four doors. And then yeah, we found uh, the missing hand guy. Right. <laughs> and remind me, what's the light like in here? It's low lit. Okay. All right. So I, I'll motion to the the group. Hey, let's let's head back the way we came and look for a conduit. That what we doing? Yep. Okay. You guys in? Okay. Who's leading the way? Tell me who's leading this. This. Give me a marching order. Uh, I'll go first. It doesn't matter. Next. I'll go second. I'll go third. I'm in the back. All right. I'm the tasty morsel. So, Flint, you turn towards the west and start heading back the way you came, correct? You guys go about 40 feet, and you see, as it turns to the north, that there is one of the four doors that are against the western wall. The first one, or actually, it's the last one, which is the first one towards you, is one of the two that you have not opened yet. Okay. Uh... Can we try to open it? Did the lock at least, sure. are they open? Uh, that one pushes open. Pushes open. So they were all locked before, right? No, these ones weren't locked. Oh, these weren't locked. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, damn. So they unlocked the, all the- Because one of cells. these is the ones that you, you did find the corpse that was missing a hand. Okay. Uh, quick perception, anything in the room? You don't or see investigation? anything. <clears throat> you don't see anything in this one other than a, a rotted bunk and a- uh, Looks to be some kind of a, a privy in the corner. More mm-hmm. like a hole in the ground, but just long since stank. Uh, no additional corpse? No, not in this room. Okay, because there was a cousin that was in here, wasn't he? No, he was in the first room. If you look he at was the in map. The first room. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the one with the missing hand. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Close that door and uh, go to the next. Go to the next one. This one is locked. All right. I have a hard time trying to open it up. All calls to be up to the front line. And hey, uh, this one seems to to not open. Uh, You got your little tools, right? See you pop it open. Yes, Flint, I do. I have my tools. Pop that thing for me. Will you hold my hand while I do this, please? I'll hold your shoulders because I think you're going to need two. This is going to be a two-hand operation. <laughs> um, I said right, that so before. I'm going gonna... <laughs> <I'm gonna laughs> to. You're going to a romantic subplot now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to uh, try to pick the lock. Okay. Uh, I think that's what Dex. Yeah. Seventeen. 17, you hear this ancient lock click. Letting you know that it's most likely unlocked. But the door is okay. still closed. Okay. I step away from the door and motion to one of the other party members to open that door. <laughs> Breach. I did my <laughs> job. <laughs> Breach. Breach. Bring in the battering ram. 
No, I, my character literally says that. Bring in the battering ram. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Motioning to, to Sirkin. <laughs> All right. Okay, slide it open. Look around. Looks a little dim in there, but in the corner, you can see what appears to be some kind of a form crumpled in the corner. I start to whimper. <laughs> PTSD already have kicking in. <laughs> no, here we go again. PTSD has started. Um, I, I see that little f- the form in the, the corner. Yeah. And I'll shout out, who's there? It, it's like crumpled in the floor. It's not... Okay. It's I say it anyway, just to make sure it's not someone. That you are met with no response. Okay. So then I guess I'll just walk over to, to it and try to see if I can tell what it is. Yeah, as you walk over to it, it looks almost humanoid, except for both of its arms are missing. Does it look like it's deceased, or is it, is it moving Yeah, it looks, it looks dead. <laughs> Does it pass the sniff test? <laughs> I was going to say, uh, Flint will pick up a uh, stick and poke it and make sure it's dead. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Flint would also like to uh, enter the room and look at the body. Okay. Um, can I investigate its uh, clothing? See if it looked uh, similar to like civilian clothing or guard clothing or anything like that. It looks. Um, go and make an investigation check. Okay. Eleven. Eleven. They just look to be like um, gray uh, clothing. You can't really tell how long this this corpse has been here. Whether or not it's a civilian or a prisoner uh, doesn't have any identify identifiable. Uh, insignias that would make you believe that it was a guard, possibly, but you don't know. Okay. Um, can I roll a medicine check to see how long this body may have been here? Okay. Whether it's been years, months, uh, 16. 16? It looks like it's probably been here for a couple of years. A couple of years? Okay. So it looks like beef jerky at this point. Yeah. For sure. It's just all gaunt and... and sunken uh, in. and Yeah, sunken in. Parchment for skin and stuff. What's left of the skin. And those are all four it, doors on that western wall, by the way. So. Okay. And then last question for from Flint. Uh, it doesn't look like... It's closed as tathered, so I would, I would imagine that it doesn't have any pockets or anything like that. No, nothing like that at all. No, okay. I mean, that's all from Flint. That's what I heard. Yeah, circuits. <laughs> <laughs> Griswold, what would you like to do? Hmm. Um. Even though it's been a while, is it still possible to to like find? Um, cause of death, or is it far too late for that? Uh, you can make a medicine check. Right. I think his missing arms might have contributed to his death. I think so. They look cauterized. <laughs> they could have been cauterized. They might have kept him as a nugget, you know? 
18. 18. You can probably gauge by the by the blackened stains on the floor under where he under where this corpse is at that it looks like when they whoever took its arms caused him to bleed out. Okay. Mm. Fair enough. Actually, that kind of brings me up to another thing. Um, I don't know what you want me to roll, but are his arms clean cut off or do they look like they've been shredded off? Uh, make an investigation check on that. Okay. Ah, three. Three. It's hard to tell because the skin is so old and just shrunken and shriveled that you can't tell if it was a clean cut or if it was shredded off or, or chewed off. You don't know. Okay. Stubby? Uh, is the body um, kind of like slumped in the corner or? It's laying face down, kind of like its head in the corner, feet towards the center of the room. Okay. Um, is there anything else in the any other corner of the room or is it just really just this body? It's just the body. You just see the, okay. the bunk and the hole for the shitter and him. So. Okay. Um, I motion to the party and say, guys, I don't think there's much in here. It's pretty clear that this guy was tortured to death. Um, we should probably uh, move on and and try to locate this conduit and the, the chain. Should we bring him along? Yeah. Just in case. <laughs> Maybe he'll find your his arms. Find <laughs> your arms, sir. Do a Chewbacca. Treat him like C-3PO. Find his arms somewhere else. In the <clears throat> so tell me where you guys want to go, what you want to do. Start heading back to the uh, cells that we originally saw in the beginning. Okay. Towards the conduit. So you, you move back north through this particular hallway. It, you know, cants slightly to the right, and you see that uh, secret passage that you had gone through to get into this hallway. And once again, you're in this hallway that you were in before. You see across from you a door, and as you look up, you see the conduit running from the east to the west. Directly over the hallway, you're now standing in, right in the middle of it, and it goes into the western wall. And then, as you look towards the towards the west, you could see that the hallway goes that way for about ten feet, and then turns to the north. <clears throat> so I, I I think um because we came from the east, I think we shouldn't. Uh, you came from the east. Well, up there where it says uh, A5 on okay. the map. That's where you originally came through. And you went to the west. You investigated the two doors along the western wall and kept going south. And then you went to the west. And then that's where you found the, this discolored wall. Okay. <clears throat> um, I, I <sighs> motion to the party and say, hey, I think we should continue west to see if we can find the the end point of, of this conduit. Okay. Yeah. I'm okay. With it. <clears throat> okay. So you guys go west 
goes for about 10 feet. You see the conduit actually goes from the ceiling into the wall and keeps, you imagine it keeps going, but you can only go to the north. Okay. And how's the lighting? Is it still kind of dimly lit? In yeah, this? it's still dimly lit. Um, still cold in here. A lot of dust from still settling from this, this tower having fallen not too long ago. Really, there's no place for the dust to escape from right now. So you're still breathing in all this, this crap and everything. But it looks like this hallway probably goes north for about 40 feet. And then it turns to the west. There are no more doors that you see along either the west or eastern walls. Circus. Is there... Go ahead. What would you like to do? Follow um, the yellow brick road. Yeah, just keep going north and try to follow the path. Griswold? Get with that? Yeah, I'm going to follow along. Uh, Stubby, what were you going to say? Uh, no, I'm, I'm going to follow the, the group. Okay. You follow the hallway for about 40 feet, and it turns to the west, and you see that this little portion of the hallway, it's only about 15 feet long, and it dead ends in a door. Mm. Only uh, one door, right? One door. <laughs> Good work, Paizo. Uh... <laughs> is this door similar to all the prison cells? No. No? Okay. It is not. Does it have, uh, is it just a solid door? It looks no like wind. a solid wooden door that's iron banded with these large rivets in it. Does but it you open don't inward or outward? Make a perception check. Either perception or investigate. Um, I will do investigation check. I'd like to help too. Do that. I rolled myself. A, rolled a 12. 12. You don't see any hinges on this side of the door. That's all you can tell. Flint got an 18. You think it probably goes inwards because you don't see the hinges on this side of the door. Okay. Okay. Um, I I try the... There's a handle on the door, right? There's a handle. Okay. Um, is there um, what would be considered a, a spot for a lock? There is key? a lock. There's a, there's a keyhole for a lock. Okay. Um, I uh, jiggle the door handle to see if uh, it's locked. It's not locked. It turns freely. Okay. Um, I step back and I push one of the other party members forward to try that door. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. I'll try it open the door. Okay. It seems wedged in the jam. That would be a pretty cool band name. Wedged in the jam. <laughs> I like that for a band name. Um, yeah, I'll just relate to the party. Uh, the door's jam. Does anyone have uh, anything to try and jiggle it free? Got a shield, um, a mace. I'll use all options. Feel free. Yeah, I mean, we could try to just do like brute strength and just try to open it up, see if it unjams. Yeah. Yeah. Put some brute strength in that fucker. All right. Circin, get on. Circin. Right. Start jerking. Ooh. That is a 17. 17. You put your body weight against this door. 
show it who's boss and you actually pop it loose in the jam nice and you can tell at that point that it's it's no longer stuck stuck but you haven't fully opened it all the way okay after i'm jamming it i just like to kind of open the door fully and see what's behind it what's behind door number one as you open this door you see that there's a an odd shaped room as you enter from the east it goes north and south about 40 feet and extends to the west about 30 feet where a good portion of the western wall is an alcove about 20 feet wide that actually dips in 10 feet <clears throat> and just looking at this room there can be little doubt what this room is you see dank that this dank room stores uh, an ancient rack of, of just tools like pliers and hammers and shit. You see a fanciful brazen bull that's about five feet off the ground, just you know, about three feet thick. You see an Iron Maiden in the southwestern corner, a cauldron. You see four iron chairs that are around a, uh, a large wooden table that various items sit upon. And against the uh, the western wall in that alcove, you see a bronze plaque affixed there. And it depicts a crowing rooster above a, uh, a set of crossed spears, probably some kind of a, a family crest or something. And underneath the spear, there's a short phrase inscribed that says, in common, mind you, confession cleanses the soul. Pain clarifies the mind. And Sirkin, I need for you to make a charisma save as you hear this voice whisper in your ear softly. Please have a seat. Yes, mistress. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I got 14. 14. As you find yourself inexplicably drawn to one of the chairs and you have a seat in it and as you sit down in it your arms settle in on the, the armrests your ass sits down your back reclines and you feel these sharp protruding edges as you take four points of piercing damage and you all hear this laughter as you see a raven appear on top of the crest and it says well welcome my friends <laughs> I'll see you next session <laughs> what the fuck did you sit down and tripping? what the fuck it's not dinner time yet <laughs> it's dinner time <laughs> never more Thank you for joining us once again on Roll the Hard 20 podcast. Remember, you can find us and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And if you like what you're hearing, please leave us that five-star review. You can also contact the show directly at rollthehard20podcast at gmail.com or head on over to the website at rollthehard20podcast.com. 
And be sure to check out the galleries. We got a lot of really interesting stuff posted there. And finally, join us on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash rolltohard20podcast. There are ways for you to help out the show and pick up swag. So until next session, keep your dice warm and your glass full as you roll those hard 20s.